0: What's up, y'all? This is Tony Powell, and you're listening to Powell to the People, the podcast, episode 165. Once again, the finest cast in the whole podcasting universe has reconvened to talk that stuff. Uh, When I want to know what's going on with anything in New York City transit related, there's no expert I trust more than my cousin, Mr. Keith Powell. What's going on, Keith?
1: Man, I'm feeling great and beautiful.
0: And when I want to talk local TV news, there's nobody I trust more than my favorite director, who's also my favorite brother. He's in the house, Mr. Mark Powell. What's going on, Mark?
2: What's up, fam? What's up, world?
0: And what I want to talk New York City Real Estate. There's no expert I trust more than my cousin, the man we call Mr. Eddie Kane Jr., the world knows is Mr. Derek Powell. What's going on, DP?
3: Everything is good. Always good to be in the cipher with the cats. How you are doing?
0: We're well. Um, last week we had an interesting show. Uh we were talking and and um you know, as we do every week, we, we, we talk and we, we talk about controversial topics. And the topic of that day was the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, which we said at the time had not gone to had not been uh, adjudicated. We didn't have a decision yet. We were waiting. And so for a few days after the podcast, we actually all predicted that he would probably be or it looked like it was more likely than not that he would be acquitted. And we, we you know, we all kind of were on board with that. And so sure enough, that's what happened. You know, much to the chagrin of a lot of people, much to the shock and amazement of a lot of people. Um, and it led to us receiving a letter directed to the show. And I was really excited because we never get letters. So I was like, wow, look at this. We got a letter written to the show. This is great. And it was a big-ass letter. I was like, oh, boy, what's going on here?
1: <laughs>
0: and... The, the, the writer of this particular letter took exception um, with the phrase, a broad brush, which my brother uh, issued. So let me just read the letter and we'll chop it up, talk about it, and then we'll come back on, on the other side of this. So let me just read the, pull the letter up and let me just read it uh, slow. It's just my, my fifth grade reading skills. I love your podcast and try to listen every week. I enjoy the diverse voices on this show. Everyone has their own personality and it adds to the entertainment value. I find that I mostly agree with what is said, but I struggled with something that was said this past week. I understand the sentiment that stroking issues with a broad stroke can leave out the exceptions to the rule. I also understand how a myopic focus on racism only strengthens stereotypes. But in 2021, after experiencing a pandemic of historic proportions, which showed us the inequities of education, housing, and health care in this country, coupled with the most sickening and brutal reality TV moment, the George Floyd murder, I need clarification on how a person from a marginalized group does not like the idea of a blanket approach. The problem with this statement is how it follows Keith Powell's question about justice. It's within this context that the blanket approach statement is extremely problematic and comes from a place of privilege. It says to me that you need more evidence. It says to me you need the door to stay open. Why? Just in case we're wrong? What could possibly be the hesitation here? How many more examples of injustice do you need to see? How many more examples of white men killing black and brown people and getting off with no penalty do you need? Don't talk to me about the one or two. Those scales of justice are imbalanced because at the same time we're watching innocent black men being exonerated for crimes they never committed, being sent home after 20, 30, or 40 years of being stripped of their lives over and over again. Think of what the Native Americans have been stripped of removing people from their own land. How early Hollywood movies influenced people to think that Native Americans were savages and not the original or spiritual people that they are. Think about the boundaries that were shifted so that the Mexicans now had to climb a wall to get to to a place that they used to belong to them. I say, if you're not smothering yourself in that blanket, then you're not on the right side of history. This week, we watched a 17-year-old murderer get away scot-free. The judge made sure to use his power to move the goalpost by asking the victims to be called basically perpetrators. By showing us that he sees himself in this boy, this kid already has a job waiting for him in D.C. working with the Republicans. By forcing the prosecution to change the language, this racist judge manipulated the outcome of the trial, which not only is intimidating to the jurors, but has ultimately uh, benefits Rittenhouse. There is no middle ground offense here that is a justifiable justifiable stand on. Right now, if you don't use a blanket approach, you are not committing to any cause. Is Is this about not offending a few of the good white folks? If they really had your back, understood your plight, accepted white supremacy as the truth that it is, then they would understand it's not your job to protect their feelings. It's not your job to make them feel comfortable while they ponder the ramifications of taking a stand stepping out of that privilege to help their fellow Americans who are brutalized for just being who they are. We cannot afford to be, for the lack of a better word, half-assing racial injustice. You're either all in or you're not. So please clarify what it means by not liking broad strokes, because I'm about to have one. A fan for life. Mm -hmm. Anonymous. Well, Oof. since she was addressing you and Keith I'll start with you first Keith what was your what was the point you were making <laughs> he was addressed I had asked <laughs> a question
1: about the um justice um being fair to blacks and how it's different with whites right and that was the question i was asked and we were speaking on that right so that was the question that i asked because it's never fair for us in, in anything that you know we, we go back to say when our parents grew up to when the Martha Luther King came along from Malcolm X. Nothing has really changed from what I see in this life, but just a little bit. And a little bit we get, they take it back. It, it never works on our behalf of equal in the justice system, jobs, not even, you know, education, education. Nothing works in our benefit because we take... Twenty steps back, twenty steps up, they'll push it back another hundred. Mm-hmm. And it's been that way. You know, I, I was thinking uh, last night after I read this, and you know, Martin Luther King had an approach of peaceful dem- demonstration, and you know, you know, this is how we're going to do it. And then Malcolm X had, by any means necessary. Right. This is twenty twenty one, and I and I'm like Malcolm. By any means necessary, we got to get what we got to get because they're not going to give it to us no way no how. That's where I see it.
0: All right, so Mark, essentially, the the question, I guess this is this is the the, the impetus or or the the driving force behind this letter and uh, the idea that painting. I, I guess they want clarification on what you mean by painting. Uh, by a broad brush or painting broad strokes or, or whatever the, the, the phrase you
2: use. Yeah, you don't you not have to dance around this question. Here's a, here's a, here's the a real deal, Mister Anonymous. By the way, you're writing a letter. You could put your first damn name name. Who the hell would know who you are? Just say letters by George. Who that, anonymous? Like I'm gonna be able to track you down and and hit you up. Here's what. And first of all, and this, this letter wasn't addressed to key. It was addressed addressed to me solely to me. No, and no, no I, said, I was being facetious. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. What I would say by a broad stroke, we have said, and I have said in particular on this podcast a thousand times, where we had, whether it was George Floyd or anything else, that we expect things to go wrong. I remember saying on this podcast when we had the George Floyd uh, before the verdict was given, and we, I think we had a, we had a podcast prior to, because I think it had gone to uh, had the trial, gone to the jury. And I had said, I hope it goes right. I think it should go right, but I expect it to go wrong. Just because that's been history throughout from the inception. So I have never been wa- waffling or wavering on, on that. I always expect it to go wrong. I'm the guy who, if you give me a glass and it's half full, I go, where's the other half? I'm, I'm the most, one of the most negative people you're going to meet. So I'm always thinking that something's going to go wrong. I don't sit there and think with a broad stroke. The broad stroke thing is simply this, in my, in my view. And anything else we do, it's always an opinion or a a like or a, a hunch. One of the great things I said about Howard was that when I was there, I didn't have to worry that I got something because of some kind of, I, I, I'm I sorry, that I didn't get something because of some other reason other than I didn't perform or I didn't have to turn the grades. I didn't have to worry about it. that. It was never a thing. Every job I ever had in my life or every job I didn't get in my life couple of times, I think it was directly that. I had to worry. I had to wonder about it. The broad stroke thing, the, the thought process behind that is that, in my view, in the court of law, it's the one time that you can at least present facts to your case, argued by your lawyer for, against pro, uh, you know, prosecution or defense, saying, these are the facts of the case, sort of like a math problem. With, with thing, one thing I like about math, one plus one is always two. It's not you know some version of two. It's always two. In law, the basic premise of it, although it doesn't operate and doesn't work this way all time, is that here are the facts of the case and here are the facts of the case, and somebody can defend you strictly on the facts of the case, not on a bias of a color or where you live or if you have money or don't have money or you know this person kind of you know looked at me strange. It's supposed to be that. And I have to operate on that premise that for once when everything else doesn't work out, if I was ever in that situation, I was in the court law, I gotta hope that these 12 people are going to operate on a basis of fact. Even though I know people are human, they have tendencies, they have um, prejudices, they have biases, they have preconceived ideas about things. I have to hope that if in that one time when my lawyer is presenting facts of a case that somebody can sit there dispassionately and say, okay, I may not like his attitude, I may not like his hair color, lack of hair or whatever, but factually, I can't uh, go against him, or factually, I have to go with him. That's the premise I have to operate. So when I say broad stroke, I have to be able to, be, because nothing else in my life as a black guy works that way. Jobs I've gotten, they wasn't gotten on in fact. They didn't hire me as a director because they thought I was a great director. You, you, there was no factual way to prove that I was, I'm a good director. It's all likes and in, inclinations. There's no like, this guy did this. Therefore, it proves he's a great director. We argue all the time, sort of us, not us, but you know, in general, in, in the populace, about who's the goat in basketball. Some people swear it's Lebron. Uh, now, swears Lebron. Some people swear it's Jordan. Some people say it's you no. Know, but that's no. There's no quantitative fact to say this person is by any shadow of doubt the person. It's opinion. It's it's grades of 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 a sliding scale. So in the court of law, I have to operate. Of everything else that is wrong, whether I get a bank loan or don't get a I me, mean, yeah, I, I can go to get a bank loan and my credit score could be great and everything could be could be 100% right. And the person can look at me and say, Yep, I don't think you qualify for this loan. I don't think you're the right type of person. I'm like, it's, you, I can't prove it beyond a shadow of a doubt. I can't prove it beyond fact or fiction. I have to just accept his opinion. But in a court of law, I can hopefully operate and argue the fact of, listen, you may not like anything about me, but the law or the facts of the law prove that I am correct or I am right. So that's why I say I can't operate it because if that falls, if that truly falls and collapses and it has a thousand times over in our lives, we've seen it a thousand times over in our lives, but if that truly falls and collapses, then...
0: What, what happened?
2: If that truly falls and collapses, then I have to have to have to believe that we really have no reason to do anything, because if it's only just strictly opinions and, th- and things like that, then we can't win. So in that one avenue of our American life, we got to hope that this works, because I know it doesn't all the time. That's the only thing I can hold on to, because if you tell me that I'm never going to have a chance to win, and even a court law, when I have all my lawyer facts, then I'm like, Iverson, what are you talking about here? We're talking about practice. What are we talking about? We have, I have nothing that I can ever gain. Well, Why would me, I
0: ever do anything? Let me jump in here and say this uh, about this Rittenhouse verdict. And initially, I, on a personal level, I wasn't even upset. I really wasn't. No. I, was I, I, anybody I, like, wow, I didn't think that was going to happen? And I wasn't upset, not because justice wasn't served. I wasn't upset because justice worked exactly as it was designed to. For 430 some odd years, justice has been working exactly as it was designed to. This is me countering what you're saying. I I, I never thought that he was going to be convicted because you already saw the, the thumb on the scale. They say justice is blind. You ever see that statue of justice? Yep. With the blindfold on? Justice is a white woman and blind. And so she does not see our needs. She does not see our wants. Uh, So so as far as Rittenhouse getting off, justice worked in America exactly the way it's supposed to. Racism is baked in the American cake. Every time you get a slice of, I don't give you a thick slice, icing, uh, frosting, if you taste the cake, racism all up in it. You're like, mm, what is that flavor I'm tasting? Oh, that's racism. Racism is baked in the American cake. It has been since the founding of this country, since the founding of this country. It, and, the original and, sin I always talk about. But it's not just the original sin. It's the, it's the sin that keeps on giving, because even sin, you know, if, if you believe, uh, can be absolved. Sin not, can be forgiven, not, but not this. Not this sin. is something that's not, this is not sinful. This is actually by design. This is the system that it is. So um, you know, I I I think that's what I want to talk about. We've been tiptoeing around it for the longest time, and it's just time to let just let it let it lie. Uh mm-hmm. as I said, racism is certainly part and parcel of this country. Uh I'm not looking for better angels. I'm not looking for the good white folk to try to come help me out because here's what I noticed after uh Kyle Rittenhouse was was uh exonerated. Here's what I noticed. I didn't see massive marches by white people because that's who he killed. He shot and killed two white people and wounded another one. I didn't see massive marches of white people going, justice system needs to change. This is not, I didn't see them out there. I saw them on Twitter. I saw them on social media typing, you know, keyboard warriors typing, but I didn't see no mass marches. I didn't see anybody say, well, I'm not voting Republican in the next election because this has to stop. I didn't see that either. So I, I, I'm here to say that white fragility is the reason why racism is still here. It's the reason why it'll be here long after I'm gone. It's the reason why it'll probably be be intact uh, when my child is my age. And I'll go to you, Dirk, because I haven't let you in yet. I'm day. sorry.
2: Real, I just want to re, real quick thing. The reason you're not going to see the the, the, the marching on whatever the hell the courthouse was by Kenosha. yeah, yeah by, by white folks is because. When you're an individual, you can dis- disassociate yourself from that. They are always looked at as individuals. We're looked at as the group. It's, you know, absolutely. It, no, that, so, absolutely that, so right they can say that. they can say, "Oh, that was Kyle who shot them. I didn't shoot them." But if Kyle was Taekwondo, Johnson, it would have been they shot them, not Taekwondo. Johnson.
0: No, you're absolutely right. In fact, uh, I read a statistic today: the majority of rapes in America are committed by white people. The majority of mass shootings are committed by white people. The majority of hate crimes committed by white people, yet they only talk about the individual. When that -hmm. that dude went to the Aurora Theater in Colorado and shot up all those people, he was a bad A. He was a bad apple. No reason to take everybody's gun because of one bad A. Mm -hmm. No, the majority of mass shootings are done by white folk. The majority of rapes in this country, done by white folk. So, yeah. Yeah, you're right. We're not... Uh, we're never individualized we're always categorized
3: go ahead, um first of all i want to uh thank the uh anonymous writer for the letter I thought it was well written uh he he or she made some key points um i I loved uh mark's defense of you know what he was talking about um however um the 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 scales of justice is crystal clear they're not balanced they will never be balanced not in our lifetimes um it has um i I will only go with what I've seen and what I've known up until what am I 58 years old and it continues to happen uh we continue to get the short end of the stick hopefully one day uh like Martin Luther King said we shall overcome you know we'd be singing we'd be like 70 90 years old still you know singing that bullshit <laughs> and, and shit ain't gonna happen if you do not take what you can, the matters in your own hand and kind of create your own successes with the help of others, it's just not going to happen. We've all have been up for jobs and because of the complexion of our skin, it went to somebody else who probably, and usually I'll speak on my own. I'm speaking, giving you facts. They were not more qualified than me, but because of, oh, you too. Okay. So you, so we know how that goes. So I'm thinking thinking of two specific jobs that I got passed over for,
2: for that. I would, that I did what they said to do at two different stations
3: and I I know exactly the common denominator why I didn't get it exactly and I I went through it um where by far I'm the most qualified I know my mouth sometimes but I I can give the people what they want but they go with somebody who was outside of our agency and who did not look like the four of us and I'm like okay you know that's the route you want to go don't waste my time you know let me know right up front but when it comes to the Rittenhouse guy, you know, we all knew this guy was going to get away. You know, it, it was no doubt. Um, anytime you can go. What he had, like a, a RK-47 a- or something a- like that? AR-15. AR-15, yeah.
0: That's a gun that, guy in that
3: group. That's what I was going to say. Thank you, Mr. Gun Guy you you you're not going there to shake nobody's hand. you're not going there to protect a store to protect a car dealership. you going there to do what you did and put some lead in somebody. That's what you going there, whether you're fifteen, 16, 17, or eighteen. That was the goal when you cross state lines with your work. You was going there for nothing else when you are before the judge and they are making he's making. Whatever uh means excuses to make sure that everything is going to go your way. This is the results that you're going to get. Nobody's going to be in an uproar of that. It's just you know I'm not comparing it to the the little kids. If they didn't change the gun laws for the little kids who lost their lives up, 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 yeah, up, up in Hook. Connecticut, Sandy up, Hook, Hook yeah. it's yep. never going. It's not going. It ain't going to get no worse than that, in my opinion. I hope it can't get no yeah, worse than I that. Hope, I hope um, you're wrong about that. You, you see, I changed that quick, real quick. I hope it doesn't. i I hope you're right about that. I'm sorry. I hope you're right, right about that. Right. Because that was the worst. And it's like, okay, I understand the money that's involved. I understand, you know, big businesses. But when is enough enough as a, uh, a people, humans, well, we got to say we got to change and we got to do better. I just don't think it's going to happen in our time. And just for me just my position, because of what I've seen and what I've heard throughout my lifetime, I can use that broad stroke because they have shown me nothing else up until now. You, you know what, Derek? Well, yeah, my- yeah. You know, it's funny. You know, you, you look at life
1: and you're looking through a rose-colored glasses for us because it's never crystal clear. It will never change until it starts affecting those who have the piles that Here you eat. go. When it start affecting them, then they'll start changing. But but long as it's affecting the people that's below them, it's just something, well, they'll get over it. And and with this case, with the written how, it just show how the judicial system has failed, like it has failed us on many occasions. And, and you figure it would be different, you know, uh, three white guys, a white kid. Nah.
3: And they like, you know what? We, we ain't going to do that. We're going to set this kid free. Because what happens, in my opinion, if they do it for him and then when it happens and we're on the receiving end, then it has to be the same justice right now. If some of us get hit up in there by a Caucasian. Well, you know, we, we kind of proved in the house case that it's OK. So at least they kind of cleared that. But you made a point, Keith, that I thought was incredible, is that how some folks don't react unless they're touched. When we were dealing with drugs in Harlem, Brownsville, Bed-Stuy, it was no issue. Drugs got to Washington Heights, no issue. However, when folks start to cross over from Fort Lee, New Jersey, Copping mm. in Washington Heights, going back over that goddamn GW bridge. Oh, shit, we got a goddamn epidemic. Now you're dealing with these you know, opioids. It's a goddamn epidemic. But our folks have been strung out since they had come back from Vietnam. and has not been declared a sickness until other folks, white folks, got to put it out there, started to get strung out with their little kids. Now we got to do something for this. Now we need to ensure so that everybody can be safe. But when it was just... People of our complexion, Latinos, minorities, it was all love. As long as it stayed within our community and we killed ourselves, it was fine. But the minute it spills out, oh, they're going to do something about it.
2: Yeah.
3: One quick thing. Rich probably said
2: that perfectly when my cousin just said, but one pushback, Derek. Oh, not Derek uh, Keith, on you, when you said it started affecting them. Derek said it earlier, when the kids were shot up in Sandy Hook, if that doesn't affect them, they are never going to change. But I Those mean, are not the every,
1: high those are not the no,
2: high. But, here, but, a, but think about the macro. Everybody's had not everybody, but a lot of people in positions of power and whether it's government or financial power, have kids or no kids. So if if the littlest of us can't protect that, when those guys on Capitol Hill and, and Boardroom X, Y, and Z saw the shooting, saw the results, and still said, I don't care, it's never gonna protect it's never gonna uh, uh change. Because simply they look at it as that was them. I'm okay. But you would think if any time something's gonna change, where we go, you know what, we have pushed this too far. We have finally, you know, crossed over, was when little, I think yes. what yes. elementary, if that yes. didn't elementary. make them switch, yeah, that didn't make them switch, it's never gonna change. So it did it it did, you would think that would be the time, and not one thing, not one new law, not one needle moved at all off of that.
1: Yeah, but uh, those are not the power that be. Those are those are people that are there. You think um, what was the senator? They was playing the baseball game, and they can't roll their Congressman, it? yeah,
0: congressman. Right. It, was, it was. He's not the
1: powers. That be. There's the powers that be that's beyond them, and those are the ones that are not being touched, and those are the ones that are pulling the strings and the puppets whatever have to be done. Yeah, but I was he's not affecting them. But I was Everybody saying, we had kids, can,
2: so we can relate to that. We can all, I can't relate to, I can't relate to uh, to Jordan because I don't have that kind of physical. But, but we've all had, we can all say, you know, damn, yeah, I'm, it wasn't my kid who got shot in Sandy Hook, but I can turn to my left and see my little kid and, and go, damn, what, what was What if it was my little man? What if it was my little. So that's what I'm they, saying. They don't think that, like
1: that, Mark. They don't think like we think. They, they, their well, again, feelings are just cold. cold. And that's what they do. They're cold hearted people. These are the people that's been running this country from day one, that snatched it from the Indians and, and with no problem killing off folks, slaved us, no
0: problem. They have no feelings. They have no conscience. They just don't care. Well, I, I'm glad y'all both brought this up. And here's, here's what I'll say in uh, a pushback to you, Keith. Uh, you said the justice system fails us. No, actually, as I said in the opening, the justice system works exactly as it's designed to. It's designed to keep white supremacy intact. The reason why we have an electoral college, I remember last uh, November, a year ago, we were all sitting on pins and needles for a whole damn week, waiting to find out.
1: <laughs>
0: you all, yeah, I know y'all remember. We were all kind of like, "Oh God, please God, no!" Waiting a whole week to find out whether or not Joe Biden won, because we had to see what happened in a few states. We had to see what happened in Georgia. We had to see what happened in Pennsylvania. We had to see what happened in Wisconsin and Michigan. We had to wait and see, even though, even though Joe Biden had. Over five million extra votes in the bank. We had to wait to see what happened in these few states. You know why we have an electoral college? I didn't know. I was this week. I was this year's uh, this week's uh, years old when I found out uh, because I started looking into these 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 issues and trying to come to grips with the way this uh, this written house jury or decision was made. And I found myself on the uh, Brennan Center for Justice website. And, you know, they have a whole bunch of things and they have articles. They kind of just give you background information on, on how things are And they're trying to get rid of the Electoral College. The Electoral College came out of the three-fifths compromise. And for people who are listening around the world and some people who are listening right here and have shitty educations, the three-fifths compromise yeah. is uh, <laughs> the way that they were allowed to count populations. Remember, the House of Representatives is based on the population of... State and regions and and, and and districts, and so in the north, the north was more populated when the, when the country was being founded, much more densely populated as it is now, than the south uh, by by white people. The south had a population of white people, but they had more black people in the south than they had actually white people, and so the the racist uh, slave owners wanted to make sure that they were being counted uh, or, or could get rep- the same kind of representation. They were afraid that the more populated North would be able to to send more representatives to Congress and they would never be able to to uh, you know get their their voices heard. So they came up with this idea, they said, well what about these these people we have, even though they didn't think of them as people, they thought of them as animals property. and property. Right? They said, well we'll count those <laughs> as three fifths of a human yes. being. Yep. Sixty percent of a fucking person. That's what they said. Sixty percent of a person, three bits, is what they it counted was, us at. You know, that was argued up.
2: But <laughs> that, that number was not the beginning number. That was the end oh, number. No. Was like, oh no.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's where they finished at 60% right. of a human being. And so that's what they did. So uh that compromise led to the idea of representatives voting for. Uh, electors voting for for the president, they use the same numbers. They said, "Okay, fine, um, we will use the 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 uh, the population numbers to decide the electors for various states." Well, now that you have all these black people, all these enslaved black people in these southern states, you have more electors. So the southern states had more electoral value. So for the first up until Lincoln, I didn't know this, up until Lincoln, all the presidents were from Southern states, uh, uh, with the exception of, of, of Adams, who was an abolitionist. So John Adams is the second president. You know, remember if y'all saw Amistad, you know who he is. Um, second president, he was an abolitionist, but all the rest of them are like, nah, man. You know, so they used that three-fifths compromise to uh, codify the Electoral College. And so for the first Up until the Civil War, you had Southern presidents making sure that slavery stayed intact. So the Electoral College is also based on racism, which is why why I bring that back to to last year, where we're sitting around, sweating on pins and needles, where you have Joe Biden, who's got more votes than the history of of elections. He's he's up by 7 million votes, and we still got to wait. And sweat it out for these three or four states because of this racist electoral college. So when I say that America has been built, the foundation of America is is racist. It's not going to change unless you, you break the foundation. And the only way to break the foundation is for white people to have conscience. And I don't think so because, again, that white supremacy is very comfortable. Yeah. You know, when you sleeping in silk pajamas, it's hard to get that shit up.
1: <laughs> you know, I, I had a thing happen to me today in, in the store. When you speak about how the racism is built in people, we, we walked in the store. Me and my granddaughter. We walk in the store. American. I'm going to tell you the store I went to. American Eagle. We walk in there. Okay. Um, we walk Child in for to us. American Eagle. Right. Sponsor and uh, 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 <laughs> a white guy and his son High walks products, in behind products. her. Excellent. Beh- behind us. And the girl doesn't speak to us, a white girl. She speaks to them. We have 30% sales, da da, 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 And then looks at me and my granddaughter and don't say nothing. We didn't do nothing to them. We just walk in the store and see what they had. But it just shows how people see other people because of maybe what they heard or way they might feel, but you don't know me. I didn't do anything. That man could have been, they could have been mass killers or, you know, but because of the uh, um color of their skin and my skin, now
0: we different. Well, let me share this story about shopping the same thing. Uh, I, I told, told Mark the story before I used to, you know, I still, you know, was living on Long Island, I first started doing comedy, I used to always, you know, leave at the last minute and I would drive and mm-hmm. I would get dressed and I would, you know, not be happy with what I had on. So I would, you know, plan my trips based on where I knew like there was a Macy's or a mall. So I could go if I wanted if I wanted to change my shirt, I'd stop my shirt and, you know, change in the car and keep it going, keep it moving. So in Huntington there's this mall, Walt Whitman Mall. They they they've redone it, but it's, you know, it's, it was it was a mall back back in the day. And the Macy's was great because the men's store was literally right on, you know, in the back of the parking lot. So you could pull your car right up to the front door, damn near, you know, run inside. I could look around, grab a shirt, you know, buy it, go and be right back on the highway on my way. So sure enough, this is one of those Fridays when I'm running, I'm I'm trying to get a shirt. So I go in the store, the back door of the store. um, And as soon as I walk in the store, I see the manager, you know, do a little quick head nod to the uh, sales uh, clerk and the sales clerk nods back and now they're both positioning themselves on opposite sides of me from the store, right? They just, everywhere I go, they following me. And I'm just looking for a shirt. I finally found something because I gotta go. I got like, I, I timed it out to the minute. I got seven minutes to buy a shirt, Found the shirt, grab it. I got in them, Got the hanger in there. And while they're following me, holding, you know, just like literally up and everywhere I go. they You know, they asked me like 14 times do oh, I need help? No, I don't need help. I'm fine. Thank you. Uh so I finally get the shirt and I'm looking, they're still following me, eyeballing me. Car pulls up on the outside, white guy gets out, goes to where these this rack of leather jackets are. You know, they, you know how they have leather jackets in the yeah. store. They got them like the little chain, and they got yeah. the little chain attached to the alarm. Dude scoops up the entire rack. All I heard was bing, 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 <laughs> bing. As these as these as these metal uh bars are being broken off the hook. He scoops up the whole racket, thousands of dollars worth of jackets, runs outside to the car, they drive off. And then I look up and I look at the the sales manager and the sales clerk looking at me, looking at them. And I'm like, yeah, y'all got to do something about that. (laughs) I said, you know what? Now that I think I didn't want this shirt, later. So that's how you know that's how racism is to me. But but to your point though, uh, uh, what I was saying earlier, and I, and I do believe this, it, it is white supremacy is really a thing that that is really going to be the end of this country. And and I and I mentioned the term earlier, white fragility, and and I, I didn't I didn't pull up the woman's uh, book, but uh, it, it's a it's a concept that suggests that white people really don't want, some white people get very uh, uncomfortable talking about racism. They don't like the idea. uh, It makes them, makes them sad. They don't want to deal with it. And uh, white fragility also leads to, to pushback. And I'll give you an example. Um, You know, if you call somebody a racist, right, you call a white person a racist right away, they give you a list. You know what the list is. The list is of all the people they know, the black people well, they know, black, black folks. the black people they work with, <laughs> their favorite black actors or 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 athletes. Uh, They talk about the black people in their family. They, they may have dated a black person and, and they work with great black. They give you a whole list, but they don't deal with what you're saying. That, they give you that list to prove that they're not racist. And I, I've used the same example. If, if somebody calls me, if a woman says, you know, Anthony, you're a sexist. My first response should never be, well, I'm not a sexist, and then because, and then give my list. You should never go, you know, I'm not, and then give the list. Your first response should always be, that's interesting. Why do you say that? What yeah, makes I you say so. that? So yeah. if I call you a racist, you shouldn't be saying, well, let me tell you about right, some of my best friends. Don't give me all that. Just tell me, the first words out of your mouth should be, interesting, what makes you say that? Which means now you have to listen to my my, my case. And if my case is solid and I'm starting to lay down and, 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 and walk you through how you're racist, then you have an obligation to say, wow, I didn't know that. Thank you for informing me. So if somebody tells me I'm sexist and I go, what do you mean? And they, they say, well, you mansplain or, or or you think that uh, women can't do a man's Those kinds of things. And if they true, if they ring true, then you have to address. Them. White fragility makes people uncomfortable addressing those things. So they would rather give you the list than to say, hold on, wait a second. I was not aware of that. I was not, I did not know I made you feel that way. I did not know me wanting to touch your hair was a problem, (laughs) you know? So (laughs) that's what I'm saying, you know, that's why we can't get anywhere. And that's what they're afraid of. That's what they're so definitely afraid of. This whole bullshit about critical race theory there's nobody teaching critical race theory in elementary school. It's a law school. If you got if you got second graders taking law school classes, I want to meet. <laughs> Ain't those no critical race That's theory in law the school?
1: You know they yeah. sold them that dream. They sold them that that lie with a big dream on it. Yeah. We won't have
0: that. Right, but but the truth of it is they don't want to teach real history. I also sent you guys uh, the, the true true Thanksgiving, the end of the Thanksgiving. It's, I don't know if you read my email, but it's in there. Didn't Since you say you was not going to mess up? Week. Didn't you just say you was not going to mess up Thanksgiving? Nah, the people. hell with it, man. I'm, I'm, done. I'm, done. I'm done. I'm done with the white man. I'm done with the white man today. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm done with the white man. If they want to get at me, to get at me, I'm, I'm sorry. Until they can prove prove to me that they're allies, I'm I'm, I'm not here for them. I'm, I'm gonna go back. You mentioned Malcolm X. That's how I'm going. Uh-oh. I'm gonna be uh, yep yep. Uh, what, what, uh,
1: <laughs> By any means necessary.
0: Yeah, the idea. He said, you know, at the end, when you know, after he came back with Mecca, he said, you know what? I'm I'm willing to work with those who are willing to work with me. If you're not willing to work with me, I, I have no I have no space for you, and I don't give a damn. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm I'm no longer going because I have white friends, and I hope they hear this. I hope they hear it. I have white friends um, who I know are fragile. Who I know are fragile. And they need to know that they're fragile because in order to keep being my friend, you need to recognize that you're fragile and start dealing with that as opposed to like, well, you know, I don't uh, want to, let's just keep it, keep it light. No, sorry. Well, I would think, yeah, that's true. But everybody can't be a solution,
2: but you can't be a problem. I mean, that's, that's the bigger deal. Like the people who like, Spell says it perfectly, but talk about a brittle spirit. And he talks about people who have, you know, certain people have brittle spirits. If if you are uncomfortable with you know, with the definition you said about the uh, the sexist, and a person says, hey, listen, I think you're sexist, or whatever the word you phrase, and you say, why? And, and they tell you all the reasons why, that's not a brittle spirit. That's somebody that's saying, okay, fine, I want to evolve because I don't want to be that. Or if they say all this and you go, yeah, yeah, you're right, I am that. You yeah, Okay, cool. But at least you're not running and hiding. The person, some people are afraid to even address the fact that it may have certain Biases or inclinations. Well, that's fragility. That's what I'm yeah. talking about. That's like so, fragility. Yeah. So, but but, yeah, I said, but that person, I have no problem with that person who is um, f- like, you don't have to be the person who's always, you know, let's go and, 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 uh, I guess march with me, but you can't hold me back. You can't be, you know, putting roadblocks in front of my way and saying, yeah, I'm on your side, but every time I turn around, you know, you let air up my tide. You can't be that person. But I would prefer you to be the person, you know, at the, at the front of the line with me. But you can't hold me back. You know, either lead or get out the way. There's a phrase I think is the, uh, the people used to say. So the person who is the brittle spirit or who is, you know, fragile, as we say, not everybody can be a leader. But you can't be in the way. You can't be a problem. You can, you know, certain things you can do is is simply just, you know, what I don't know what I don't know what I'm feeling. I don't know what you guys are feeling. I'm not sure how to help. But I do know this: I'm not going to stand in your way. So whatever you need to do, go do. That that person doesn't bother me at all. The person you really like is, hey, I got you. I'm with you, and uh, whatever comes whatever comes on my side, I'll deal with that as it may. The worst one is obviously is Tucker Carlson.
3: They are <laughs> uncomfortable. They are uncomfortable conversations that we gotta have, and. Uh... We haven't had him. You know, we'll throw different phrases out. We will say exactly how it is that we're feeling as a people. Um, it either gets brushed under the way, uh, under the rug. It will either be the, the topic will be changed or the immediate response is, oh, no, it's, it's not me. Um, that's whether it's uh, race issues and life issues. And I, I'll share something uh, with our audience that, I'm, that I've been accused of uh, by my, my daughter's mama. Uh, regarding my daughter, it's <laughs> <laughs> it something. It's really something that is something I, I need to look at because we're talking about these things, and I probably brushed it off for years. I've been accused of not being compassionate, and I said, "Well, you know," and I and I did say, well, 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 "Well, give me some no, examples." Not, of what not it you? Are you kidding me? Exactly. That's what I said. You know, me really. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, me. and what well, has happened? Did that I I am working on right now. Um. People want to come to you sometimes that I've I've discovered to just vent and and not really want a solution to the problem. They just want to tell you they want you to be there and listen. And to me, and I hope I don't sound crazy, it kind of wears me down if I can't give you a solution. If you come to me and it's like you're struggling and, you know, as African-Americans, I'm struggling. We need more jobs. We need better education. You you got to do something about it. If you come to me and say, well, you know, daddy, um, you know, I don't have you know enough money, but you're working every day. And then I say, well, well, daughter, what do you do with your money? And then you look at me like I'm not supposed to ask that. My job is to get to the root cause of the problem so we don't have to revisit this over and over again. If you don't get to the root cause, you're going to keep doing it. So what has happened? I'm being compassionate. I get a text message, "Eh, four or five minutes ago, can I borrow $100? (laughs) So my point being, if I stay who I am, I don't get this text message. I hold you (laughs) accountable for what it is that you do. And I take care of your needs. So right now, I don't know why she cannot budget her money because she doesn't pay rent. So I don't know. But if I'm, you know, just listening to all the issues that she drops on me, I kind of got to, you know, struggle with it. And I guess that's how other folks feel about us. It's like, Hey, look, um, you know, uh, I, I don't have enough heat and hot water. The buildings is uh, falling down. I need your help. Oh, well, let's not focus on that. Let's focus on the new playground. You, nigga, I don't live in the playground. <laughs> I know you did in a new playground, but I don't live in the playground. <laughs> Put the money into the plumbing. Put the money into the heat. We got to do something about it, but we have to start listening better as a people. We have to have those uncomfortable conversations, and it may not have nothing to do with uh, any of the folks who are still here alive, regarding race, you know, that we have to deal with that we come across every day, but they still need to know. So maybe they will be more compassion when they see something on the news, they see something on TV and says, wow, I remember Derek, Mark and Anthony and Keith spoke to uh, me about this. I understand what they say. And this is what I want to do about it.
1: Yeah, you're right, Derek, because <laughs> the focus is not on the major problem. The that's focus right. is always on other things, but they want the major problem to be there. But it's like, I'm blindfolding you so you can't see what's really happening, but just exactly. give it to me. And, and, and you can't do that because you need to fix it before it gets out of control. Once it gets out of control, it, it's a done deal. Well, that's what
0: I'm saying. I, I mean, again, you know, fragility requires, and you have some, you have some compassion, fragility. Fragility requires you to say, you know what? Um, I hear you. I see you. I'm listening to you. I got you. I understand. I I, I can't, I have not lived your experience, but I'm doing the best I can to try to understand your experience. I've never been to a Native American reservation I've seen pictures and I can only imagine the poverty. I can only imagine Mm -hmm. the feeling uh, as we get back to Thanksgiving, the feelings of the Wampanoag Indians as they have to go and listen to this bullshit story about how the friendly Indians came to help the pilgrims get through the winter. Bullshit. That's not what happened. Uh, So I can feel compassion for that story. I can feel compassion. And as I said, history is a bitch. I've been talking about it for the last couple of weeks. History is a bitch. It really is. Because all of these things we're dealing, all these things we're, we're watching now, and as I've and as i come to the to realization that white folk are broken and I can't fix them. They're going to have to fix themselves. And as I said, with the Rittenhouse verdict, they needed to be they have their asses out there every single day screaming about uh, justice and the judicial You're system. You're never going to do that when it's they Kyle Rittenhouse
2: to- versus them. It's... Like
0: right. Okay. Was, well, no, because they because you know why they don't have a problem with Kyle Rittenhouse because they in, are Kyle a... Rittenhouse. Well, yeah.
2: that he's them. no, he's, he's them. Yes, yeah, but he's also because he's just singular. He's uh, he's the one who did. I I didn't do that. I, I you know. But remember, I'm not mistaken. He, and I'm not mistaken. I am mistaken i do not think he he can go down on his bike. His mom dropped him off. You know, That's it's right. like here you go. You know, enjoy enjoy the movie. See you when you get so back. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It's 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 not just. That's what I was talking about. That's I mean, I'll go back to my Mr. Anonymous. Broad stroking it. It's complex. It's yes, it's fra- it's fragile. It's singular because people look and go, Oh, he just did that. That oh, that poor that poor and plumpy or that poor mother, father, or that poor boy. They make him singular. If if Kyle Rinhouse was Tyrone Johnson, it would have been we shot those guys, which would have been the same as Tyrone shot him as well as Keith, Mark, Derek. And Anthony Powell, we would have shot them, not Tyrone. So if if it's if singular becomes, if they can't just always, if it's always just Who- a singular versus, like th- they're the singular and we're the and we're the group. We can't ever
0: get there the reason- the reason why they are the singular ma- mark is because they choose to be the singular they, in other words, that fragility makes them say well i I have no problem with with uh black lives matter. I have no issue with that, but they but this is what this is the rationale this is the rationale I have no problem with that this this guy did it I'm not a racist because i don't have a i don't have a a clan uh costume in my closet, even though when the cab comes and I see the cab, you know, leave a black person on on the north side of the street to drive across the intersection to get to me, and I still take that cab. See, that's that privilege and that fragility. They don't, they do not want to see themselves as racist because that makes them feel uncomfortable. It makes them feel bad. Yeah, yeah. So it's better to say, "Well, they do this, we don't." I'm an individual. I would never. It's 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 easier to process that than to say, you know what. I got some fucking issues. I got to look right.
3: at. Mm-hmm. That's looking in the mirror, and it's hard that's for right all right. of us to do that. Yeah, it's hard for all yeah, of us. But Derek just said it Though we're talking
2: about his daughter, he made it. You we know, took it out of race and made it super personal. So nobody wants to sit there and say, "You know what? I messed up. I got a lot of issues." That's th- th- to do that on a. I mean, Derek did it for, for his his daughter. He's trying, trying But he also
0: to said it. he's working on it. So that yeah. means you have to act. I know, work so, on it.
2: but that's I mean, th- think how think how singular that is. That is one intimate relationship him to his daughter and his and his ex-wife. If you have to do it on a societal baby, level ma- saying baby,
3: baby mama baby I'm mama. Sorry,
2: <laughs> okay. Well, at one point I thought you were married. But if you have, if you have to do it on a societal issue on a societal level I, I which I believe is, I was
0: in that wedding by the
2: way. <laughs> yeah, I I that's,
0: I mean, I I, guess I had serious. it wrong.
2: But if you have to do it, it's it's easier to do it on that level because that's real easy. That's intimate. But if you have to do it on a societal level, listen, we got to change banking laws. We got to change voting laws. We got to change Housing laws, we got to change municipal laws. That just is too much for anybody to say. I'm responsible for that. Yeah, you are. Like at Chappelle said a perfect. I love quoting communities because they seem to nail it right. Um, we talking about uh, some of these things what uh, privilege. Talking about like the letter brigade, but saying um, the only time, only reason I find that people have a problem, the only reason that people have a problem with some of this stuff is because white males are running it, and, and the white women. He also blamed white women too. He said, "Listen, you guys running in, the, you guys were in on the highs, You didn't like your cut." So, if you have to do it that way, if you got to sit there and say, oh my gosh, I got to benefit from all this, it is hard for you to go and return that that watch when you know that you didn't earn it. It's like, listen, well, I didn't earn it somewhat. No, 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 no. You didn't earn it at all. You <laughs> you got grandfathered. I, mean, we talked, I think my, you started earlier. I think what you said uh, in an earlier podcast, how how grandpa, the, the GI Bill, he right. did the exact same thing and his family's wealth was delayed by at least. Two generations?
0: Yeah. Two and counting. Yeah. so We're still waiting. We're still waiting. You know, but that's what I'm saying. I mean, again, the, the white supremacy, mm-mm, delicious cake. White supremacy is baked in this cake. it got white frosting on it. It's a white cake with white frosting and white sprinkles. It's white supremacy is baked in the American cake. So Kyle Rittenhouse is a product of the white supremacy. Yes, they're not going to give anything back. No, they, you know, they're not going to give anything back. You know what's amazing to me? Uh, Four years ago, after the election, after Trump was uh, uh, inaugurated, remember the big pussy hat march in D.C.? All them women went down to D.C., you know, oh, my God, this is the worst thing. wearing their little pink pussy hats and and making this a big event. Oh, we're going to go down and we're going to protest. Meanwhile, meanwhile, back at the ranch. Over 55% of them voted for Trump. White women voted for him. (laughs) Y'all put this motherfucker in there. Now all of a sudden you want to march because he's there. You know what you did. Y'all made a choice. You said, you know what? Like you said, Mark, I like all these benefits. Membership, as American Express says, has its privileges. True. That's why. Shout out to American Express, by the way, in case you're (laughs) looking for somebody to support. Great
2: credit card. Excellent.
0: Excellent, cry. I use it all Pick the time. I've been, yeah, been a member since been uh, a member since nineteen ninety nine. So, so yeah, membership has its privilege. That's that's what I'm saying. So, so um, this is really what it's about. The Kyle Rittenhouse if, to to the people listening around the world and who can't understand what's going on here in America. Uh, Mark likes to say original sin. I say uh, the. I said the grand design because it wasn't original. It wasn't a sin. They they knew yeah. Thomas Jefferson knew that
2: slavery was yeah, sin was is, it, is a soft word. He didn't care. Right. No, sin is a software. Because so, when I say original, so i I'm being playful on on the take right. of the Bible. But it, it's a software. It was, you know, the ultimate okey doke. You in in writing the the line "all men are created equal," <laughs> it was like the biggest the biggest. It wasn't lie. even a thing in cheek because big lie. yeah, That's so. It's not. I,
0: a- I, I, I I used to joke about the fact that I could only imagine what that shit was like when, when Jefferson was sitting there in, in his office by candlelight writing it, going, Ezra, bring me another cup of coffee. <laughs> what you right there, Mr. <laughs> Jefferson? <laughs> or oh, I'm writing a Declaration of Independence. What's it say, sir? It says, all men are created equal.
2: <laughs> oh, that's real good, my son. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: going to that. Coffee now. You know. Yeah, he he got he got his feet on some
3: child's back. <laughs> on the child's back exactly right. <laughs> Trying to get trying to get the sickness out of him and put it in the baby <laughs> Blow him yeah, up by the grave, friend. that bullshit, man. Yeah.
0: So so that's what it is. Uh before we go again, uh this is our Thanksgiving show. Uh y'all guys looking forward to Thanksgiving. We uh, we talk about it every year, you know. Favorite food, favorite, favorite side. I want the favorite side. Start with you, Mark.
2: Favorite side. Um I don't have a favorite side. Um I'm not I don't have one. Um I guess I don't have a
3: favorite side. I really don't. Macaroni and cheese for me, man. Yeah, I don't like thank macaroni you, and dog. cheese. Let me just cheese. step let me just step up. Macaroni and cheese, thank, God you, damn thank you,
0: thank you. That's right. Hit it out the park,
3: keep. Mac cheese. Mac and
0: cheese, baby. Yeah, it's gotta be mac and cheese. Come on. That's how would you mean you don't have a favorite side. You don't like macaroni and
2: cheese? No, I don't like macaroni and cheese. I don't like potatoes. Let's oh, say do you like whoa, no macaroni and cheese whoa,
0: What's wrong with
2: what, what? you? I used to eat all that and I just, just don't like it. I just don't like it anymore.
3: I used mm. to eat macaroni and cheese. I used to eat uh, not potatoes. Like, you don't like it, or they can't make it in your crib. <laughs> <laughs> uh if you
2: if you're trying to step in a certain way, you are completely wrong. No, it's no, well made here. I, I, I just don't like it. it. I, mean, I don't know. I'm the only one in the house <laughs> who don't eat it.
3: Just ask, I'm, man. I'm I'm
2: singular. I've said it many times of people. If you invite me over your house for dinner, you're gonna be upset when I don't eat half the stuff you make. So <laughs> just don't be offended if you're, I sit there and go. You're picky
1: either then, Mark. You're
2: yeah, picky yeah.
3: either? Very picky. Oh, okay. Turkey, light meat, dark meat. Dark meat. Dark. I'm not I'm not a turkey guy, man, so I usually have like some sort of fish, man. Okay. Oh, sort right. of Thanksgiving Keep. fish? Yeah. That's how it gets down, man. Or some sort of, you know, beef or something. But I'm, I never been a turkey eater, man. I never even like on a turkey hero. Just it's never been my thing, man. So I, I always swap out, you know. Okay. Okay. Uh,
2: dark meat, usually yeah, the leg you know, or the I'm, wing. Dark okay. meat leg, yeah. Dark meat leg, all the way, King Arthur really? style. Yeah.
0: Mm. Wow. Okay. No, I'm actually I'm 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 am a, I'm a, I'm a roll with, with DP on this one. I'm, I'm kind of like I, I do, and I have stepped out and mm. and uh and gone with beef. On, on, when I've done mm-hmm. it myself, you know, when I couldn't be, you know, at my mom's house for Thanksgiving, when I had to go to the game. Um, you know, <laughs> put <that out> there. <laughs> Get your ass kicked. <laughs> but yeah, I, you know, I, I could definitely go for like, yeah, like prime rib or something yeah, like that, uh, for, I've done for, for, that. For, for instead of instead of because uh, turkey is, you know, come on. The uh, only way I like it is it when it's fr- deep fried. Uh, deep fried turkey.
2: Oh, I don't like. I'm gonna that. give
0: a thumbs up to. Okay. okay. But uh, but uh, as far as that's concerned, that, that's not happening. Um, before we cut out of here, I guess uh, the the big sports news oh, is uh, yeah. yeah, we'll talk about it. And, and again, I, I, this this racism conversation is going to continue. Again, we started it uh, by accident last week, and, and we got the uh, the letter, and I just thought it was it was it was worth addressing because I think the Kyle Rittenhouse situation is is not an anomaly. And it, it's, it's, it's part and parcel. It's baked in the cake, as I've been saying over and over again. Um, but yeah, this conversation needs to continue because it's going to get ugly and we have to keep keep putting it out there. Uh, basketball, talking about ugly. Um, this past, <laughs> what was it, the other day? Yesterday. Uh, yes, day? Yes, Yesterday, Yesterday, yeah, LeBron James, whether it was inadvertent or on it wasn't purpose, inadvertent Okay. I still haven't uh, seen a,
2: a full clean image of it. I don't even seem like it, I've caught the.
0: The close up shot is kind of rough. It, it, it makes yeah, it I... look like it was on purpose. Yeah, I so smacked what seen, the. What's his face? Uh, the uh, the center from Detroit. Stewart. <laughs> Stewart, uh, Isaiah, yeah, Stewart. Isaac Stewart. Isaiah Stewart. Isaiah Stewart. yeah. Isaiah Stewart, uh, I guess uh, he opened up a gash on Isaiah Stewart, and it looked Open like a you know, yeah, it was like he w- leaked w- As a young boy said, he was leaking, man. <laughs> he definitely, was leaking know, it looked it looked, like, it looked like the old George the animal Steel, WW, you know, oh, wow. you know yeah, channel yeah. nine wrestling. That's what it looked like, you know, with the blood streaming down his face, and you know he was going crazy, um, you know, trying to get at LeBron. And and I guess this been a, uh, he's been fined. Damn
2: near,
0: A million dollars for going the Why? Well, well I they, think, they, I think he, because he, he kept
2: going back, That's why. Because he kept coming, yo. Yeah, because he walked. They they had him off, and he he barreled through them like like uh, er, 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 Errol Campbell trying to get to to the goal line. So yeah. I, I think that's what did it.
1: But ball, you know what happened? That's blind rage. I'm, I remember playing in a game, and I got elbow in the eye, and my only thought at that moment. I had to kill this guy or hurt him because the pain was so intense.
3: And and it's bleeding. What hurt this cat, though, is that if you watch the initial footage, he doesn't really react. You know, he goes down, he walks a little bit, they pull him back, and then when he goes and looks like up on the what is it called, a teletron? Jumbotron. The jumbotron, Jumbotron, and he sees the blood going down, that's when he reacts, because I think, right, I think if he would have reacted initially and even if they would have wrestled and fell down, it wouldn't have been, you know, close to a mil. It would have been a lot less because that's your natural reaction as a human being. But after you had a couple of seconds, maybe a minute, you look up on it, oh, shit, my face is bland. Now you want to take his (laughs) ass. You, You can't have that sort of reaction. And I think that's what got him hurt. But I am eager to see if they're going to suspend LeBron a couple of games. They, uh, hey, hey, listen to me. That's LeBron. Remember LeBron got the pass with that COVID... Um, remember he violated the COVID the policy with right. doing the commercials, the videos, the videos and shit? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that's why I'm eager to see what are they going to do with LeBron because it to me, did he mean to have the guy bleed? No, but he did mean to hit him in his face. Like, yo, get off me. I already told you about leaning on me after the foul shot, man. Get your ass off me and kind of open him up. So that's going to be fun to see because as of we, before we got on the podcast, I've been checking they still have not made a decision and what they're going to do with LeBron regarding suspension or fines. And they well, play New a, York tomorrow.
0: Here's hope, what I'll say for, for, for Mr. Stewart, uh, 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 whatever, Isaiah, whatever is in Isaiah. Uh, yeah, um, when you go for the king you better not miss. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. When you God, go for follow. the king, you better not miss. That's all. You had your you chance. Missed, and this is what happened. You had your chance. Right. Put
2: 40 bullets in him and he's still walking around.
0: <laughs> <laughs> five, five shots and he's still alive. You had your chance. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so yeah, like Salazzo the Turk, you know, he made a mistake. You know, now, you know, now he's got to pay, pay, pay the band. That's all. He's okay. got to pay that million dollars. Be glad, because uh, I saw the Gilbert Arenas tweet, be glad, that he's paying at that mill, he's going to stay in the league and not be you know, shipped off to Budapest somewhere. <laughs> exactly, anywhere.
3: exactly.
0: So, so that's that, he, he just got to take that. So uh, listen, uh, if you guys have not been subscribing to Power to the People, uh, this is your, your chance to do so. It's a Thanksgiving week. So after you listen to this podcast and you're sitting around a table with your white relatives, talk about their fragility. Uh, Get all up in that face Make Thanksgiving one to remember this year And after you've done that Subscribe to Power to the People Make sure you do that Make sure you find us You can find us anywhere you get your podcast. Anywhere you listen to a podcast You can get us Just type it in Power to the People We're there Anywhere you listen Hell, you can ask Alexa to play Powell to the people. Pandora, you sit in your car, you want to play a little music and listen to Powell to the people uh, with, your, with your angry old racist uncle while you're driving him home? <laughs> hey, play it then. Let him, let him hear this. Let him hear this because he needs to know. We need to start breaking this shit down. Make sure you do that. You can also find us on social media. You can go to Power to the people on Facebook uh, or you can find us on Twitter at Powell to the Peaks, P-O-W-E-L-L the number two, the letters D-A P-E-E-P-S Uh, make sure you do that you can also find us on Instagram Uh, and I want to shout out uh, 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 the anonymous writer it was uh, L from Queens a shout out to uh, L from Queens Uh, love you baby see you next week peace Peace. Linda
1: wrote that